Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode 49 of a Nerd Name Podcast. Um, this is going to be a quick episode because I have two coming up this week like I talked about. And this is going to be a special episode, something I'm going to try and do probably like bi-weekly. It's going to be kind of like a one-shot type thing where I take a comic or a trade and I do kind of like an overview of the plot and do like a review of, you know, what it is actually. So it's kind of like just a quick review episode. They're not going to be as long as the normal episodes. I, it's, you know, Wednesday night, and I picked up uh, The Ranger Slayer number one, uh, which is a one-shot from Boom Studios. Uh, author is Ryan Parrott, who's, you know, been killing with Power Rangers for well over a year or two now. And I was like, you know what, I want to review this. And since I was going to do two episodes this week, anyways, tomorrow morning, for me when I'm recording this anyways, this is going to go live probably Thursday night or Friday. Um... Microsoft is doing their Xbox presentation, so that'll be the other episode, which will be a full episode in length, probably, just not from the standpoint of I'm cutting out the normal like openings where I talk about comic books that I picked up and movies I've watched and video games I've played, so instead I'm going to keep them really bare bones and since they're special episodes and jump right into it. So I do have to warn you right off the bat, there will be spoilers, lots of spoilers, I'm actually going to go over pretty much everything that happens in the comic book. So if you haven't read Power Rangers Ranger Slayer number one and you don't want any spoilers, this really isn't the episode for you. I would say don't listen to this. Uh, wait until you read it and then come back and listen to it. Regardless, you should listen to it, but when you do is up to you. I decided this is uh, one of those issues where I really enjoyed a one-shot. I'm not really a big one-shot fan because sometimes... It, one shots will give you some information some character stuff and it's like i want more and then because it's one shot you're not going to get more and the best thing about the ranger slayer one is the week previous we had the free comic book day power rangers ranger slayer issue which is kind of like the prequel to this it sets up this issue very well so i figured for uh just to get the full gist of everything, I'm actually going to go over the free comic book day, Ranger Slayer number one, before I go into the Ranger Slayer number one, one shot, if that makes sense. That's, there's, the word one shot is going to come around a lot. So I'm going to jump right into it. So Power Rangers, the road to Ranger Slayer number one, which was free last week. Some comic book stores, because free comic book day is going the whole summer right now. So there's a chance you can still go get it from your comic book shop. Luckily, my local comic book shop sets stuff aside for me. So they actually set it aside, and it was with my pull list, and I was really happy about that. Um, I talked about the issues last week about shipping and this and that, and thankfully, I went to a different comic book shop, and I was able to get the comics I missed. But that's going to be, you know, in a regular podcast, I'll go all over all that stuff. So without further ado, let's talk about this Road to Ranger Slayer. And number one, this... Uh, the free comic book day one, 100% is a flashback for Kim, the Ranger Slayer Kim. I'm going to say the alternate universe Kim. And, you know, she's a part of the, like, the main gist that I enjoyed about this issue was not the personality change and everything involving Kim, was actually how much bulk was highlighted and given time to develop and showcase as a character. And... You know, so you see Bulk and her are now resistance members. They're fighting together, which is really cool to see, you know, their interaction because Bulk finds, you know, now knows that she was a Power Ranger. And the whole entire time, there's a lot of banter back and forth. 
where you know they reminisce about things they miss like bulk talked about how he missed history class and kim made a joke about him sleeping all the time but then he surprised her and just started listing off a whole bunch of things in history because he was a history buff and he kept it to himself and they kind of made a joke about they how they both had you know secret alternate you know lives that they didn't tell people about were you know she was a power ranger and he was a history buff and so the whole entire time they're they're kind of setting up where everyone is so you know trini is leading a section of the resistance zach is also and both kind of comforts her because they talk a lot and kim blames herself for jason and billy no longer being around obviously they were killed and you know she they, they make their way to a hospital and they're trying to like you know get everyone out of there everyone needs to meet up at trini's camp and so you know she just decides flat out you know i'm going after dragon by herself she was just kind of fed up with everything you know and you could see the frustration like they built up this whole tolerance because a character named matt or matthew dies and you know he lost an arm and this he was banged up pretty well and that's kind of set over the edge now there's continuity from i believe like earlier on in the series when they did flashbacks and talked about this alternate universe kim where like her and tommy never dated she kind of had an interest in romance with this matt character i'm assuming i don't remember a lot from shattered grid because it's been a while and then you know we had beyond the grid and then we had necessary evil so it's like i don't remember everything about ranger slayer's backstory in her timeline so to speak but the death of matt really set her over the edge that was it so you know she goes she confronts track and all up, up until now like i was just like man this is from a resistance i had a lot of like terminator type when they showed the future with john connor and everyone in their resistance i had a lot of like that in my head like because i was like oh this is you know we're going over resistance fighters really cool but the whole drac and interaction with kim because Technically speaking, we saw Ranger Slayer as, you know, just a Ranger Slayer in some hinting and flashbacks here and there, but never a full-fledged, like, panel story going over her becoming Ranger Slayer fully. So, Draken does this nice monologue saying how they're so much alike, that's why they haven't killed each other, had reminiscence, like, where they've been fighting back and forth for so long that it kind of hinted at the whole, like, you know, Batman-Joker thing, like, you know, like, they won't kill each other and they need each other and dragon even hints that maybe in another timeline in another life they would have been really good friends or even more than that which i was like okay and then dragon pulls a little trip out of sleeve because as you know rita's dead the timeline for dragon if you didn't know was dragon and rita like well when he was green ranger like green ranger was never broke from his spell so he stayed with rita the whole time and then eventually you know rita died he learned some tricks from her and he learned her mind control that she technically used on him so right off the bat he takes over kim's mind which was really good I like the subtle hints at you know alternate timeline situations that could have happened but you know we skip ahead now and kim is now at trini's camp and you know instantly you know she's talking this and that instantly they find out that you know basically she's not kim she's under my control and kim says some shit to trini like i like how trini has been portrayed the most stuff because she's kind of like that anointed leader but who doesn't want to go down the route of 
violence and this and that. Like, she's very passive-aggressive. She wants to protect everyone, keep everyone safe, go into hiding, and, you know, plan something out. And Kim flat out goes, you know, yeah, everyone can leave if Trini surrenders. If she doesn't surrender, everyone dies. And then they're going to take her. And Kim even, like, you know, just digs a knife and a lot of, you know, shady, like, not shady, but, like, choice words, so to speak. Talks about Trini doesn't have it in her to be a fighter or even to kill her or even Draken. She said if she did, maybe Jason and the others would still be alive. And I was like, oh, that was just, that was it. They got away, though. Like, they, they you know, they, Trini was smart. She bought time for everyone to escape through a secret tunnel. And then she was able to make her escape. And it, the, right before the end of this issue, you know, Kim goes back, talks to Drake, says she needs her power coin so she can be even more powerful. Just imagine how she is without it. Like, if she had the power coin, that's it. But then the last panel was what got me because it ended back with her in current time, because this was all flashback, in laying in a field saying she doesn't want to be where she is she doesn't even know where she is and then an explosion goes off and boom to be continued because so the the last panel and the first panel were kind of the same you know scene same timeline and the best way i can explain it because it's not really timelines it's alternate parallel universes but i keep saying you know what? it's kind of like it's kind of like drag ball z with the future trunk saga you know except instead of different time frames going back in time it's all parallel universes within the grid honestly if you haven't read shattered grid you should and beyond the grid was all right but shattered grid that's all you need to know just read that you'll be good on the whole parallel universes due to the power grid and portals it's there's a lot to it so that's really for the free comic book day it was a really good issue um very quick i enjoyed it just from the standpoint of we got flashbacks and like I said, bulk shined in this one. So I was like, I like this. And it was like kind of a flashback of her turning into, you know, Ranger Slayer. And then now we have the Power Ranger Ranger Slayer number one, which like I said before, is a one shot. So there is no number two. And right off the bat, the first panel is actually the same last page from the free comic book day issue. So I like that it was like direct and like you read these comics back to back and they just flow well. And... Right off the bat, you know, Kim is officially in her timeline. And apparently there are armies, like hordes of like undead, like creatures now attacking. And they look like the Fallen Ranger sentries, like the Red Rangers and putties, but they're just kind of undead, glowing green smoke come out their eyes. You know, shits and giggles. Um, apparently you find out really quick that it's been a six month gap since the final fight when Draken actually left his universe to go and confront everyone else. So, you know, right off that, okay, there's a six month gap. So we're going to see a lot of changes in Draken's world. <laughs> I keep wanting to say like universe and timeline, but it's not a timeline. It's a different, it's a parallel universe and it's going to throw me off a lot. And since Draken's been gone, there was always before all this, a power struggle between Scorpina, Draken and Zed. Apparently now Zed's gone, so Scorpina's kind of in control, and that's that's really they kind of just hint at you know not hint they flat out say it's been six months and you know Jackin's not here so she's kind of in control and everyone's talking about these hordes and Kim Rathbat goes to Trini's camp and Rathbat she confronts Zach Aisha and Trini and no one automatically trusts her like 
you know, she was a ranger slayer. She killed countless people as ranger slayer. And once again, my favorite part, Bulk returns, stands up for Kim. Now it's kind of cool to see like the transition from before she was the ranger slayer with Bulk to now. Because now he's got like a nice armor suit. He's got beard. And he's like, he's stocky. Like, you know, the, the, the uprising and resistance was good for him because he looks pretty jacked. And um so they're talking like she gets the rundown bulk stands up for her and they say okay we'll see you know we'll, we'll see how this goes and so now they're trying to figure out where these horde of undeads are coming from they do some scans recon and they actually determine that it's from the old command center and i was like that's something you know that i always was curious about it's like what happened to the old command center you know because dragon didn't take over it he started his own little 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 castle thing with rita but you know it was really odd because in the story trini was like i want to go alone i don't need it's like if this is a source of all these hordes aren't trinis you know they they really hinted that trini was up to something or she knew something and so zach and trini are at the command center they have other you know hordes of zombies this that are coming up and kim and bulk get to pilot what i can only say is the coolest design zord ever called the grave zord and it's just a mesh of various sword parts and this and that. And um, it turns out that Rita was resurrected. And she's the one who started the horde. So we had this like badass looking like zombie witch queen like Rita. And she actually brings up a grown zombie version of Goldar. There was even a scene where she's like, you know, I've waited so long to say this again. And she's like, make my monster grow. And then boom, zombie Goldar. And so we got the Gravesword and Zombie Goldar fighting. And so while they're fighting, and this Goldar, like, you know, Kim was really, you know, adamant. like, she was just all like, oh, yeah, we fought Goldar so many times, this will be easy. Both the entire time is just losing his shit because he gets to freaking pilot a, a Zord finally. And while that fight's going on, Trini is talking with Rita, was out there, and literally... It comes out that Trini was the one who revived her in hopes that Trini remembered Zordon said that there was once good deep down inside Rita still. So she was hoping by reviving her, Rita would remember that Draken was way too evil and was that and everyone else. And Rita would actually help, you know, defeat Draken. But that was not the case at all. So the, the Gravesard gets destroyed by Goldar. They really don't... They, they, this is just one of those things where it's like, I was surprised because Rita had the upper hand completely for once. And they retreat. They go back to their camp. And right off the bat, you get Zack and Trini arguing over the fact that she revived Rita, kept it a secret. And then, you know, Kim was even laughing about, like, what would Zordon say if he was looking down at them right now about this situation? And instantly, Kim just came up with the idea because she's still the Ranger Slayer. And Draken technically isn't here. Um, that she could return to Draken's fortress and convince uh, Scorpina that they need to, you know, team up and fight Rita, get rid of these hordes of undead or zombies, and, you know, that's it. it but, okay, there's little subtle things, though, throughout this whole, up until now. Like, this is almost, like, a little bit over the halfway point. So, there's little panels tucked in here and there really hinting at Finster 5 working on a new project and a slash monster. And he's like, it's his best creation. Like, this is a game changer, so to speak. So, 
right off the bat, uh, you know, Kim and all them convince Scorpina to just like, okay, let's just get Reed out of the way and then go from there. And so while Rita is attacking the whole fortress with undead, tons of undead and Goldar still grown, you know, they got, you know, Aisha, Adam, everyone fighting. And all of a sudden, his new monster is a hybrid of Lord Zed and the Dragon Sword. And it looks badass. Like, I was just like, this is... Okay, like, anytime I read Pond Ranger issues now, thanks to Hasbro and the Lightning Collection, because they did release a Lord Draken figure, there is a Ranger Slayer coming out, and they do have a new Lord Draken Evo 2 or 3 figure that got announced that's coming out. I'm just like, every time they announce something new, I'm like, in the comic books, I'm like, that would be a good figure. I want the Grave Zord in this Zad Dragon Zord hybrid. Badass looking. Love it. And I want them, like, on display in the apartment. So, that's a little off topic. But so, okay, so Scorpina, Trini fighting Rita two on one. Trini is assumed to be killed, but it was actually a trick while Scorpina distracted her to break her staff, which they figured out was the best way to defeat her. If you break her staff, which is tied to her magic, she's gone. And that's what happened. So it was, it was a pretty quick fight. Um, we got some cool moments. Um, Bulk and Skull reunited fighting together against the undead, and Skull made a joke about, you know, how the red ranger unit he was in command but he was technically eighth in command and then you know bulk bragging about the fact that he got to pilot a dragon or uh, megazord which i really enjoyed i thought was entertaining because i really liked the fact that you know somehow skull ended up working for dragon and you know that was that was always something that threw me off and then we also had some other you know cool little moments of Aisha and Adam teaming up and because when you think about the time frame of a lot of the stuff from Dragon's Universe like Aisha and Adam I don't believe in Dragon's Universe were even Power Rangers yet I think it was before the transfer of power like arc happened so it was kind of cool still to see them you know a part of the unit and a part of the group and yeah so you know after you know Rita's defeated everyone's back at Dragon's castle and you know scorpina's you know thinking she's gonna rule now but because kim was technically as the ranger slayer the second command everyone thinks you know she should be the one in charge and lead everyone into this because now there's no undead and this and that there's no more dragon there's no real cause for any real fighting anymore but scorpina goes along with it begrudgingly like hinting at she will return and then it ends with you know a really good um monologue from kim because she's not good at speeches she didn't really want to be in charge she's reluctantly doing this but at the same time you know everyone because of her chain of command with drag and this and that it's kind of like those things they'll listen to her so she does take over and so that's really it and it's such a good comic um my main concern actually when everything was initially announced was initially announced i wasn't sure if this was going to be uh like a series or a one shot and then when it was a one shot i was like okay this is really good um, I think it was a great way to close Kim slash Ranger Slayer's arc with her character because it was kind of like one of those things like where does she go now what happened you know because she did pop up in Mighty Morphin and Gogo at one point post you know Shattered Grid but that was it and they never I always thought of it like that one episode and I bring it up again this even though it's only the second time I match it for Future Trunks where you know after the cell games and this and that they do that kind of like 
thing where they show him going back to his timeline, destroying Cell before it could be Cell, taking out the androids and, you know, cleaning up his timeline. And that was it. So they did that with Ranger Slayer. And it was a really good issue. And I like because of Scorpina thing, we could technically get this revisited down the road. But at the same time, if we don't, at least there's still closure to it. And it was, you know, that chapter's written. But that's really it for the Ranger Slayer. Number one one-shot in the free comic book day, Road to Ranger Slayer. Um, like I said, I'm going to be doing these probably, you know, every other week. Once a month, maybe. It's not going to be a constant every week thing. Um, just because I don't want to put a lot of spoilers in my regular episodes. So that's why I was like, this is special. I'll do it. Why not? And, yeah, there's other stuff you actually personally you want me to review. Like, I am going to be doing another one in a couple weeks because I did pick up the trade for um, Venom Island. So I'm going to be doing one going over Venom Island because that was a really good story arc. And I'll probably do one for some of the other trades I picked up, like Ghosted in L.A., No One Left to Fight, stuff like that. Just, But it's kind of sounding happy, you know, once, twice a month along with the regular episode. So still will be another episode this week. Uh, and I thank you guys for listening to, I guess I'm going to call it episode 49. Um, I believe that's accurate. And because, you know, it's still going to be a numbered episode. I don't want to mess up like the, like the, the, how it's, uh, put in order. So I do have to label it a number. So I'm going to call this episode 49, but it's going to be a special episode. And yeah, so you can follow me on social medias at a nerd named Mark on Instagram, Twitter, um, the Facebook page is a nerd named Mark also. So everything's now under one nice little uniform area. Uh, the podcast is on anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast. And, you know, when you go to the anchor.fm site or app, it shows you all the different platforms available to listen. So it could be Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. And now it's on iHeartRadio also, which is awesome. So if you want to check those out on there, leave me a nice little review on iTunes. And yeah, so all the information is going to be in the podcast description if you want to send me an email on all social medias. So I thank you for listening to episode 49 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast, this one-shot special. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd. <laughs>